0: And after this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with a mighty shout, Salvation belongs to our God who sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Alberto, gracias for taking us into our communion. If you do not know Alberto Paxter, he is one of our new deacons here at East Raynard. His wife, Everlida, the Paxter familia are here with us, and we are better because of that. It's just an example of the scripture that is here in the book of Revelation, and how we're reminded that the church is bigger than me. And the church is bigger than you. And the church is bigger than what you think it is. And we have this picture that's painted here in Revelation. Individuals from every nation and every tribe and every language. And I don't know if if we're all going to join in in one language together. I don't know if we'll all praise God in our own separate or individual languages. But here's what I do know. According to Scripture, there is coming a day. When disciples of every tongue and of every tribe and of every place will shout with a loud voice. And together as one family, praise God. Thank you for coming today and praising God with us. Thank you for joining with our church family. And it is a blessing to be back here with you. As Sean said earlier, I I went on vacation to Jamaica this week. Uh, how many of you have been on some of our mission trips, by the way? If you've been on a um, mission trip with East brainer, just raise your hand just a minute just to, to get an idea of the number of people. Uh, you know it's, it's no vacation. It is, it is a time of sharing. It's a time of, of service. It's a time of building up relationships. And it was wonderful to be with our young people as this last week, uh, we had 19 individuals that went to Lucy, Jamaica. Uh, we had about half and half teens and adult chaperones that, that went along on that particular trip, and it was just a it was just a blessing. It was truly a blessing, and I know as I was looking at my watch here, it's it's a quarter till quarter till ten, I believe, if everything is um, looking right here in Chattanooga. That means it's a quarter to nine in Jamaica, and uh, you know what that means? Absolutely nothing. Doesn't. Doesn't mean a lot. It's just morning time. It's, uh, it's after breakfast. But guess what? There are individuals right now who are preparing and getting ready to come together to worship God. Because in just a few minutes, in about 15 minutes, there will be individuals at the, at the Lucy Church that they'll start coming in for their Bible class and for their, and for their worship time. And, and if you would just join me, I would just like us to pause and I want us to have prayer for our friends in Lucy today and for the um, Bible study and the worship that they're going to share together. Father, we ask and we know that your eyes are upon your disciples, your children, your people there in Lucy. And we're so thankful for their kindness, for their generosity, and the way that they, they opened up their lives to us over this last week and I know that they are preparing now to enter into a period of worship just as we have been doing here. And and Father, their songs are going to be different and their, their accent's going to sound different from mine. But Father, you're going to listen and you're going to be uplifted and you're going to be praised and you're going to be pleased. Pour out your blessing continually upon them. Bless their community. Bless those that are a part of their church family, those who are the children, those who are the elders. Be with Sister Pinky as she is dealing with her health issues. And, And Father, we pray that you would be with those good people who are at the infirmary. Be with them this morning that they might feel your arms around them in the cool breeze. Father, we thank you for opportunities to be reminded that that we are not alone in your kingdom, that we are just a small part of a bigger whole. Help us to be individuals who continually. Share the good news and to look for opportunities to join with others who share faith and in spreading the love of Jesus Christ. I'll be with Michael this morning as he preaches, as he shares the good news. It's through Christ we pray. Amen. As you see. We've got a, a great team that went, as I, as I mentioned, great group that, uh, that went down. And, and last Sunday, we were in a little bit different setting. We were in a little bit different setting, and, but yet it was a packed house just as it is here today. The windows were open. There was a little bit of breeze that was blowing, and it was a joy-filled place, Something that you learn if you ever go to the island of Jamaica, if you go and visit with our brothers and sisters in Lucy, they love to praise God and they don't care who is listening. In fact, they hope somebody is listening. They hope that there's someone walking along outside that is going to hear the praises that they offer. And so they sing to the top of their lungs and they have a smile on their face. It is something that truly for us here from the states to witness and to be a part of, it is very humbling and is very challenging because we, we ourselves are built up and reminded that, you know what, we're not always that joy-filled and we're not always that, that excited But we worshiped with them last week, and it was a wonderful opportunity to share uh, with the good people there. Our young people went and did a multitude of things, and I'm just going to quickly just walk through a little bit of that for you, because I want you to see some of the good good things that were done by our teenagers. And again, I say teenagers because even though we had adult chaperones to go, there are some adult things that were done, but primarily all of the things that you're going to be looking at and hearing about, these were done by our teenagers. ninth grade through twelfth grade. And so you see, this is our Vacation Bible School crew right here, this is on the last day of VBS. The theme, because of the Olympics, it had all to do with with striving and trying to be victorious in our Christian walk. And and we led the children, or I say we, see there I go again trying to take credit of things that the teens did. They led the children through a study of Corinthians, a passage there, uh, as Paul would say, you know what, some people run in order to get a prize that, that does not last. He says, but we run to get a prize that will last forever. And you had different times where the kids, as you see here, are sitting with our teenagers and are learning from them. It was a great opportunity. And of course, there was also, um, there was also a period of what you normally expect at vacation Bible school. I think we've got a, um, I think a video is next. Let's see. Run, 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 run. 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 Every day there was about 50 young children that came in and when they came in, they came in excited. And they came in, and they jumped on somebody's back, and they, they bit somebody's arm, and they grabbed somebody's leg. I mean, it looked like WWE wrestling going on at some points in time. And it was great to watch um, Hank and Mac and Will, and they were just doing an amazing job, along with Isaac. Those guys, they were throwing kids down and tossing them in the air and pitching them up in trees, and it was, it was great. It was really exciting. Now when Vacation Bible School ended, the uh, teens didn't lay down and take any breaks. Instead, they put on their paint clothes and they took it upon themselves uh, to paint the exterior of the Lucy Church building. It had been some time since it had been painted, and so you can see how they um, took to the task. And, And this was amazing to watch because everybody had a role. Some people were doing the trim, others were, had the rollers, some were doing broad strokes and short strokes, and it was something that we were concerned about because we didn't know if we were going to be able to get it all in in time. And man, these guys just went to work, and we've got some professional painters apparently. Isaac Antoine, he's a professional, and, and he was able to give direction to everybody, and uh, this is really cool. I didn't know this, but we also have another professional painter that comes from a long line of painters here in our crew. Uh, I think we have another video. So Hank, is it true you learned this technique by watching the Karate Kid? Of course. I watch it every night before I start painting to truly get myself in the mindset of painting. Up, down. Wax on, wax off. It's amazing the way that you have just mastered this technique. Well, it really has just run through my, it's in my genetics. My mom was a painter. My grandmother was a painter. My gran- grandmother was a painter. My whole, my, my whole lineage came from painters. So if all of your female relatives were painters, how come you're a painter? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a legitimate question to ask, right? <laughs> And so, they did a great job painting the building and, and working on things. And, and, and I need to give a shout-out also to Nikki because um, she took it upon herself to, to paint the lettering that was up top over the door, and that took, that took some patience. And uh, of course, she told everybody later, just stand way back and look at it. It looks really good from way back. But it even looked good close up, and that was, that was, an, awesome thing to, um, that was an awesome thing to see. Besides the painting. Uh, there was also time to go and and share with, with individuals who had, um, as they aged, n- no longer able to take care of themselves, families no longer able to take care of themselves. And so those of you who have been to Lucy before, many of you have been to the infirmary that's there. And it's a place where individuals just go and, and live, and they're cared for to some extent. Many times their family members... Um, are, like I said, either unable to care for them, they're no longer um, living in town, or they just choose not to for whatever reasons. Many of the residents that are there have um, blindness, some are crippled or handicapped, some have uh, mental deficiencies. And so they, they live out their time here in this place known as the infirmary. And if you would back up just a minute, I want to um, go back one more if you don't mind. Uh, that's Noel. Uh, Noel, what used to be a taxi driver, uh, on the island, he can tell you all about the different, uh, rates that you can get. There's a Jamaican rate, and there's a, a, visitor rate, and he was telling you all about how, how that worked. He is, um, now blind and unable to see. And if you see here in the bottom of the picture, you, you see the powder and the, um, and what looks like a little, um, plunger, little, little, little thing for soap or something. That's lotion. That's lotion. And, uh. Our guys and gals took this lotion and took the powder and they would go in and sit down beside, I don't have a picture, I wish I did, but when, uh, when Hank went and sat down uh, by Noel, uh, he squirted some of that lotion in Noel's hands and Noel rubbed it around and smelled it. He said, oh this smells good, this is good. He said, I'd like some more. And Hank said, great. And Hank squirted his own hands and just started rubbing it over Noel. And Hank learned that from his mama. And his daddy, if you know Mark and Terry. And there were other children who were uh, with our group, other young people who they, they took the powders and they took the lotions and they began to, to rub on the different residents that were there in order to share with them. And I could not help but think of Jesus speaking when he said, I was hungry and you fed me and I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was naked and you clothed me. He said, I was in prison and you came to visit me. Go to the next picture. Every year that Ron Rogers, Ron's one of our elders here. Every year that uh, he goes to Jamaica, he carries some ends, crutch ends, crutch, little rubber nubs uh, to put on the crutches for this gentleman here. If you notice, he's missing his uh, left leg there below the knee and Every time Ron goes, he's got, he's got a fresh set to put on the crutches. And Ron's not here with us this morning. Uh, his mom was taken to the hospital. Uh, she fell while he was gone and uh, was able to go back to um, her residence, but she has since been had to take back to the hospital, and she's incoherent in some ways. And... Um, Ron learned something from his mama about what it means to take care of people and what it means to, to give people respect and, and dignity. And would you join me in prayer for her, please? Father, we thank you for our families and how they show us how to walk in your footsteps. They show us how to, how to be concerned and how to care. They show us what love truly is. It's the first experience of love that we ever get. And for a son, it's hard to, it's hard to put into words the the love that a mother has for that child and the love that the son has for the mother. And I thank you for watching over Ms. Rogers as she was... As she was being cared for this last week, and as Ron was not able to be with her, and I'm thankful that he's there with her now in the hospital. And I just pray that, that you would give her strength, that you would give her health, and that you would be with those doctors that are trying to determine her exact condition. And just as Ron went and showered love upon so many there in Jamaica, will you allow his heart continue to be filled this morning as he showers love on, on his mother? Because I know that that she is loving him. It's through Christ that we pray. Amen. One of the things you find when you go to the infirmary is that you're not the only blessing. In fact, you are the one that gets blessed. This next video that you're going to see is is getting picked up mid-prayer. We had a time of song where we sang with those who were um, who were gathered around, and, and uh, there were some that started their own songs, and we would sing with them. And when we finished that, one of the gentlemen, again, he is blind. You'll be able probably to tell that in here. Um, he just began praying for, for our team. And I know sometimes the, um, because of the acoustics, different things, uh, some of the videos don't play that well. Uh, but I want you to listen as close as you can and see if you can make out some of the blessings that he prays over our children. Until the word was spoken and it becomes flesh, and dwell among us for 33 and a half years. Oh God, take us fully in charge this night, and Father grant us the peace that we need, because peace and love are brought here. Bless the coming people that come from so far, crossing the ocean. Father, marking you to guide them, their flights going back to their own residence. Father, they can give them a safe landing. Bless each and every individual. Everyone, time would have failed me to bring them by name because I don't know them. Everyone lands and sea. Oh, God, Hey, lands on sea? Oh, God, worldwide, I ask for you your mercy. In Jesus' name, I pray. There. Amen. 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 Yes. Yes. Thank you. One of the things that might have been difficult to make out, he said he would love to pray for each one of us by name. He said, but I don't know all their names. He said, but just keep them safe. Give them a safe landing. I'm grateful for that prayer. It was a great time to to be there. In the evenings, our young people welcomed in the teenagers from the community. And encourage the young teenagers to come and to have a time of worship and to have a time of of fun and this is something that is lacking there in the lucy community uh once you know you have vacation bible school that what do you do when you get into your teenage years there's just not a lot of things that go on there within the church and here in the united states we have youth ministries and we go to impacts and Winterfest and we have these different trips that we take in summer camps and that's just not something that's prevalent in that culture. And so we were able to go, and the teens then, as you see, had a time of sharing. And uh, Mac Khan was able to um, share his, his God story. That was one of the things that was asked of the kids to, to tell the story of where they were in their relationship with God. Hank was also uh, someone who was doing this as well. And then on the last night, uh, there was an opportunity for our teens to pray a blessing over their teens and to share a scripture passage that was important to them. And so these next pictures are you're going to see, these are pictures of our teens sitting down with, with friends that they have just known for about the last three days and they're sitting down sharing with them their favorite scripture, something that is meaningful to them in their own walk with God and then also praying a blessing over these teenagers. And as you look, and you'll see how that this was not something that stood as a group, but it was something that was done individually. And you're going to see uh, different, different ones of our teenagers who are, who are participating in this. And it was a beautiful thing to watch and just to walk around and to listen as, as some of our children shared. Uh, I got to listen and, and hear my daughter talk about how that in 2011, a tornado hit our home and um, how that she remembered that when we came here to the church building after that happened we were in my office that uh, that I read to her and to Micah um, from Psalm 46 that talked about how that God is a refuge and a very very present help in time of trouble and she shared that with the um, with the Jamaicans and And there were other passages. I see Abigail there. Before, I didn't get the picture of Abigail in her tears. But before she finished, Abigail was in tears for, um, not only for her friends here, but just in sharing how God had been working in her life and the different things that had been taking place. And so they use this opportunity not just to play games with children, but also to pour into the life of teenagers and to remind them that you are valuable and you are loved by God and you yourself have a story that God can use in great and powerful ways. And I just, I just want our teenagers uh, to know again that you know what, it's the same here. Those blessings and those uh, things that you shared with those friends that you made. And even if you did not go on this trip, you have a blessing that you can give to others who are here and that you go to school with and that you play with. And, and it's a, it was a beautiful thing. Let's go to the next picture. On this trip, school supplies were also given out to certain children, uh, young children that grow up at the Lucy Church uh, and keep certain grade levels or grade averages. Uh, They are able to receive school supplies, and this is something that comes from you. You might not know that. If you're new to East Brainerd, this is something that comes from you as we packed up in our bags all these school supplies, and we took them down for the children. And then once we got down there, we purchased backpacks. You'll see those, I think, next. There was a backpack that was purchased for each young child. And then I think the next picture shows, yeah, there were also shoes that were purchased. And so the children got backpacks and shoes and their school supplies. And again, this comes from your offerings each week. Because this is something that's a part of our church budget. And, And as you've been giving and as you've been sacrificing, you have been doing so so that children there in Lucy who are part of the community there can have fresh supplies and that they can be able to go to school and to be able to succeed and be able to to truly be able to, uh, to learn in a great environment. Here are the children after they received uh, their backpacks. It was a great thing uh, to watch as they were given their backpack and, and as they were able to, uh, to put that on. And then I think they have a message for us too. Thank you, And they wanted to show their backpacks off to you. Again, this is this is what you're doing. You, you don't realize it, but that's, this is something that you have done. And it's not just something you've done this year, but it's something that we have been doing for many years and and want to continue to do in the future. Miss Gail Rogers um, uh, was the lead on this again uh, this year, making sure that all of this was taken care of. And... Uh, we had uh, Jennifer Mercer is now kind of going to be helping out in that area along with uh, Lori Emery and they're going to be starting to kind of take that over a little bit and it's just something we're going to continue and it's something that you at East Brainer do even though you didn't even know it for, for the children uh, that are there. Just a few more pictures. We, we also had some fun while we were down there. Uh, there was Frisbee time. Let's see, what's the next one? Uh, we just, uh, you, you, it was hard to get around without somebody hanging on your back, as you can tell. Uh, piggyback rides were one of the, um, the, the funnest things that could go on. Uh, we also shared some juicy patties together. If you've ever been to Jamaica, hopefully you had a juicy patty. Uh, that was a fun thing to, uh, to do. I think the next one, um, it was Suns Out, Guns Out. Let's see if that's the, um, what's the next picture? Oh, no, this is the, uh, the game. on a perch was big they enjoyed that they also enjoyed this game that was called honey if you love me please smile and if you've never played honey if you love me please smile you need to show up with our teens one night and they'll play it with you uh, but I just gotta let you know it gets a little intense it gets a little tense just to let you know let's look at the next one there it is now that's a real starfish that's not a tattoo just wants the cons to know he did not get a tattoo while he was gone that is a real starfish that's there it's there on Mac as well. Um, that's just a little awkward. Let's just go to the next picture. Um, what, uh, go ahead. Let's, uh, there we go. Uh, we, we had a blue day. I mean, it, you know, sometimes you just get sad. I mean, you just get sad and you just wear your blue shirts and your lip gets poked out. But we went to Duns River Falls so the kids could enjoy themselves. And some people have more fun than others, you'll see. Just love to flap your arms and have a great time. Way to go, Nikki. Thanks a lot. She had no idea I was doing that, so uh, that's good. Hey, and there's our crew. And uh, like I said, they had a a fantastic week. It was an honor to be with them and to watch the things that, um, to watch the things that they did. Let me tell you real quick something I learned from them. I learned from watching our kids this week that you do not have to be perfect to impact somebody's life. As we were sharing the last night that we were together, one of our teens said, you know what? Said, they said, I need, I need to live the stories that I was teaching the kids back home more. I said, I haven't been doing that. But you know what? They came to Jamaica and they, they loved on and taught the kids. I realized, you know what? You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect to, uh, to share the message because God can use you even in your imperfection. Just read through Hebrews chapter 11. Look at all the different individuals that are listed there and think about the different imperfections that they had in their life. And you realize, wow, God can, God can use me. You don't have to know a ton of scripture. You don't, you don't have to have everything perfect and, and, and just right in your life yet for you to be used by God. You have to be willing to die to yourself and allow Jesus to live through you. And as you're doing that, what begins to happen is there's a change that takes place. There's a change that begins to take place in your life. And you realize, I am becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. But you got to be willing. You got to be willing. Here's something else that I, uh, that I thought about. The teens reminded me that, you know what, guys? Sharing the gospel ain't rocket science. It's not rocket science. The message is simple. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the message. And when you've been touched by that message, you can't help but go and share that message with others. The Apostle Paul would write, he'd write to the Corinthian church and he would say, you know what? He says, the love of Christ compels us. Because he's experienced the love, he says we deal with the things that we deal with. We go where we go. We talk with who we talk with. It's because the love of Christ is the motivation in our life. The message is simple. You say, I just don't know what to do in my discipleship. I don't know how to talk to somebody else. I don't know how to how to share my faith. Can you love? Can you forgive? Can you serve? Can you give a hug? Can you buy a meal? Can you rub on lotion? It's not rocket science to tell people about Jesus Christ and to show people Jesus Christ living, living in your life. I shared a passage of Scripture with our, with our teens where they were gone. I want to share it with you and we'll start to wrap things up. The Apostle Paul would write, and he was writing to the church in Corinth. He wanted to talk to them about how that There was just some divisions that were going on because people wanted to be like different preachers. And they they like, oh, I like this preacher better, and I like that preacher better, and this one does this, and this one does that. And, And so he uses himself in Apollos as an example. And here's what he says: 1 Corinthians chapter 3. He says, After all, who is Apollos and who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your hearts. And Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. See, there's only two jobs really in the kingdom. You're either a planter or a waterer. Every day. Every day you're either planting seed or you're watering in somebody else's garden. And then you're just waiting to see what it is that God is going to do. Our kids went down to Jamaica and in in some of the lives they planted fresh seed and they talked to individuals about Jesus and about the Lord in a way that they never heard it before. For others, they went and they watered on what many of you have already done in the past when you went and when your children went and they just poured on more spiritual water on top of that. And you know what? While we were there, those who have been multiple times talked about the growth that they had seen in different individuals and how different individuals had come to faith and how different ones had become greater greater leaders. It's because God was doing, because God was doing a great work. You know, reading the scripture and looking at those pictures, it, it reminds me of my first trip to Jamaica. I went in 1993 for the first time. Uh, that was a few pounds less, few hairs more. Went to Jamaica for the first time, and I didn't know what exactly I was doing. Showed up at a tent meeting, and they said, hey, we want you to take the older teens that are here. And so I sat down, and you can tell they're real excited with Brother Chris right there. They're uh, just... I mean, they're just focused and enthusiastic and excited. Now, the next picture, I mean, they they... They warmed up to me by the, by the end, you know? Hey, let me tell you something. For those of you guys that went, by the way, you, maybe you'll appreciate this. Everybody else, did, there's a young man that's standing there um, beside me on, um, right there on my left. Actually, Craig, hey, go back a couple, go back a couple of pics if you don't mind. Yeah, right there, a little better picture. Uh, as you're looking on the right of the screen, but to, um, but to my left right there, uh, for those of you that went, that's... That's the preacher at Montego Bay. He's the preacher at the Montego Bay Church of Christ. He was in my Bible class when I was there in 1993. Now, I can't take all the credit because his dad is the preacher at Grange Hill, okay? I mean, so, uh, but, but here's the deal. Here's what I think I did. I think I watered a little bit what his father had already planted. I think so, just a little bit. And now he's the preacher at Montego Bay Church of Christ. Um, This picture here was, I was able to go uh, one year when I was in Jamaica and go to an area where I was the first uh, um, non-colored individual, dark-skinned person that they had seen in 15 years. It was an area that's up in the mountains, and we had to actually get permission to go up there and to, and, and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And uh, we would go and, and just have street church, as you see, because there was, there was no church building. There, there, there was no church of Christ that was, that was meeting there. There was no church meeting there at all. And you can see the, um, how that the individuals came out and how that they, they came and they, and they listened. And now here's the cool thing. We went that year and did that. I think it's the next picture, yeah, this was the following year, and this is the Cornwall Barracks Church of Christ, the year after we went and did the street preaching. You say, well, it's not that big, and there's not that many of them. Hey, it's more than zero, which is basically what was there when when we went before, and yet here is something that's really neat. I found out that the Jamaica School of Preaching recently graduated Two young men that grew up in this community. And they are now on the island sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. I wonder if it's one of those. I don't know. Maybe it's somebody in this next picture. Maybe it's one of those guys right there that maybe, maybe he heard something. Maybe something was planted in his life or, or maybe in his grandmother's life. Maybe in his, in his father's life. And he grew up to go and share the message. I don't know, maybe it was one of these guys here. You plant or you water. And then you allow God to to give the increase. As I was going through and finding these pictures early, early this morning, I ran across this letter. And we'll close with this. This is from 1993 from a young woman named Connie, who I'd had the privilege to sit down and study the Bible with and to plant seed. She says, Chris, I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about this because I told you I was going to be baptized today but I can't do it. I can't do it today and I want to sit down and I want to talk to my boyfriend about it if he is willing to marry me or not. And then I can decide if I'm willing to serve God. But I don't have a job and and no one will help me. You need to understand a little bit about this culture. A lot of times individuals don't get married to one another instead You might have a man that has multiple women, and he'll leave them money, and that's how the women get by, and if the man won't marry him, and if she says she's going to leave the man, then she loses income, and she has no education. She says, I don't have a job, and I don't have anyone to help me. I want to know how it is going to work. I am sorry I have to turn you down, but it will be very soon. I want to go to heaven. Please try and understand me. But I'm thinking twice about it today. I'm so sorry. I would like to come to church more regularly, but sometimes I don't have anything to wear. If you can help me, I would be grateful. I would like, I would like a husband, and same goes for Ethlyn. She wants to get married, but they can't afford a ring right now. That's another thing. If you can't get the ring, they won't do a wedding. Can't afford a ring right now. And they would like to serve God. And I have to leave right now. Duty calls. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. I would make it up to you. We were so afraid to go into the details when we were with you because we were so ashamed to talk to you about these things. That's why we have to write it on paper. We are so embarrassed. You will see me tonight at church. I'm so sorry about this. Try and understand. I love you very much. Yours truly, Connie. I'd love to be able now to show you a picture. I'd love to be able to show you a picture of Connie and and her husband. I don't know what happened to her. All I know is that I planted and I hope somebody came and watered. But did you listen closely to the scripture? It said, I planted the seed in the heart and Apollos watered it, but it was God that made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. Why, why do you go for a week in your summer to a community that you've never been to and that's hot and that's sometimes dirty and the food is different and why why do you go on a plane when you have fears why do you do that why why do you go to Jamaica why do you go to to Honduras why why do you why do you go to Africa why are the Davises going to Peru why is Jordan and Jeff why why are they why are they down in the Dominican Why, why why are they somewhere except right here because they heard a call a call that said go And they went to plant and they went to water. But here's the great thing. And I know you've heard it time and time again, but I want to say it right now. You don't have to go out of this country to plant and water. You have an opportunity as a child of God to go somewhere this very day and plant and water. You have an opportunity tomorrow to go plant and to go water. You have an opportunity at school this season to go plant and water. You're going to go to work and you better be planting and watering. And you're going to be in the locker room and you're going to be planting and you're going to be watering. And you're going to be taking care of children at home but you're planting and watering. And we're about to break up for Bible classes. And you're going to go and you're going to plant and you're going to water. It all depends on are you willing and there are some that you'll hear about that grow up to be great preachers and there are others that you hear about that are able to continue in the kingdom and there are some that you'll never hear about again but you place them in the hands of God trusting that he is the one that provides the growth my only question for you is are you willing are you willing to plant and are you willing to water so that you can watch God make it grow. We're going to sing a song to encourage each other. It's all about how that God can change your name. Maybe your name needs to be planter. Maybe your name needs to be waterer. Maybe God needs to change your name so that you can be the disciple that you long to be. Maybe you're like Connie and you've been putting off being baptized into Christ and you've been, you've had all these different things that have been coming up and all these questions and all these concerns and you just don't know, can I give my life to Christ or not? Can I do that? Is it going to be all right? Maybe it's the day, it's the day that you stand up and say, you know what? It's time, it's time for the seed that's been planted to grow up in me and bear much fruit and I want to be baptized into Christ. Thank you for your kindness as you've watched, as we've walked through a little bit of the the week that our teenagers have had. Teenagers, thank you so much for the way in which you showed Jesus in your life to those who were there in Lucy. And I would be uh, amiss if I did not say special thanks to Casey. Again, a special thanks to Tara. Again, this is their last Sunday that they're going to be with us. And you guys have done an amazing job planting and watering here in our youth group this year. And we thank you. Maybe you'd like to come. We're going to sing and encourage one another. Please come if you need to as we stand and as we sing.